Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Okay, Kate. Yes? I want you to look at my outfit and tell me what what am I doing here? What is this? What is this you, outfit? You are grazing your hand up and down from your torso to Correct. your knee. To indicate that no. I am... Wearing a sweater. Which means I am... Cold. Close. I am doing Mr. Rogers cosplay. Obviously. Look. Red cardigan. Sneakers. It's a beautiful day he, in the neighborhood. But he unties his shoes and you don't have laces. You have like a, you have the elastic Okay, you bands. are being nitpicky. At this point, I, you are being very, also, he didn't ever wear black sneakers. Yes. Nope. Fine. Did, fine. Did he it's wear not, black at all? Did he ever wear black? I'm sure, his hair was black. No, his hair was gray. No, his hair was gray later in life when he was younger and it was a black and white TV show, which I saw as a kid in reruns. I kid you not. His hair was black. But did he wear black? I don't know. It was black and white, Kate. How could I tell what color he was wearing? I don't think so. Maybe it was. Or he was wearing a delightful red cardigan like I'm wearing today. That's correct. That's correct. Why why are you pointing out your cardigan? Because it looks like Mr. Rogers and every time I wear it to work, I'm like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I mean, it wasn't in the 50s today, so so it was a nice day in the neighborhood. It was a nice day in the neighborhood. It was so warm. For February. Well, you know, and on the one hand, I'm like, ah, global warming. And on the other hand, I'm like, Ah, the Texas governor is sending tons of Venezuelan immigrants to the Chicago area, and it's super cold outside, and it's really nice for them right now that it's warmer, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I'm actually kind of happy with the weather right now. We had lightning tonight. Okay, was that lightning? I was very confused. I thought maybe it was a car outside my Is this the weather podcast? This is the weather podcast. (laughs) Actually, what's the name of this weather podcast that we run? It's Fuse 8 and Kate. That's right. What do we talk about when we're not talking about the weather? Oh, um, children's picture books. That's correct. And uh, what kind of kid- children's picture books? Big ones. And? Small ones. Okay. Some of uh, them your nope. head. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. So no. So no, no. Good ones, Kate. Oh. Or crap ones. Sure. That's what we're talking about. Yep. And you had asked me to get you one that could potentially be crap. And well, I had one. Well, typically I asked you one for Groundhog's Day and we missed that boat. We also have missed... Valentine's Day, which is apparently what this one's supposed to be, and we are so not doing that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Partly because I did lose in the course. I had relatives over. Um, that's why we missed a week. And I have lost the book that I brought home. It's in my home somewhere. I do not know where. And if anyone's ever been to my home, you'll know. It's a teeny tiny home. It's about the size of a thimble. And I have somehow lost this one book. But fortunately, because of a 25th anniversary, I have a follow-up book i have a backup book would you like to see the backup book sure here we go i'm so back excited back it up david goes to school why david shannon that's right do you remember only no david oh no but oh i do really? only today did i remember the stripes book and wasn't that done by this guy it was okay so for some bizarre reason 
when I show you a David Shannon book, you remember the Stripes book and not his most famous book, No David. No. Actually, this works out well because now that you don't remember its predecessor, you're going to go into this like a clean slate. Okay. Yeah, this is David. No David has hit its 25th year, and uh, that was announced recently, and I was like, oh, maybe we should do its sequel. There were like four or five of them in total. I'm not interested in the later ones. He looks ones. like a little demon child. Look yeah. at those pointy teeth. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he is, Kate, a little demon child. That is precisely <laughs> what he is. You are coming to this so clean. This is fantastic. Take this book and read this book. All right. All right. While Kate does her read, let's talk about David. Let's talk about him. He's a good guy to talk about. You know, it was a different time when No David, the first book in the David Shannon David series, won a Caldecott honor when it came out. Those were the days, huh? Those were the days. I really cannot imagine that happening today. But, you know, why not? Surprise me, Caldecott committees. So I'm going to run through a couple things that the David series um, has not done in spite of its perpetual popularity. Okay, here are the things that it's never done. There is no David musical. To the best of my knowledge, no one has ever attempted to stage a compilation of the different David books as a musical like they do with other picture books. Uh, There is no David-related HBO musical series that ran in 1994. That happened with a lot of books. It did not happen with David. David has never ended up on a U.S. postage stamp. No, he has not. The Eric Carle Museum has never made an ode to David. And yet, and yet, and yet, in spite of all of this, if you go to the rabbit hole in Kansas City, the world's first and only Exploristorium, you will be able to stick your entire arm up David's nose. And that, my friends, that, I think, is the greatest honor of all. Allow me to say, I know I'm doing this book at the wrong time of year. Technically, should have done this when school was starting. I mean, if you're doing this around Valentine's Day, is it because you love David? It's because I love school, man. I love school. That's what I love. I don't love David. Who loves David? Not me. You do. You love David. You love David. I don't hear you. La, 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 la. (laughs) No, I definitely don't love David. I had a feeling. In fact, you were not as anti-David in the first book as I expected you to be. I had higher anti-David expectations. I'm hoping you fulfill them today. I sure do, Betsy. Oh, goody, goody, good. Um, let's start off with some sensible heels, shall we? Damn right. The title page just has the picture of the teacher from... Chest up. Like, yeah, chest down. Oh, you're right, chest down. <laughs> That's right. Chest up would just be your head. Okay. She has I guess shoes she on her bust. head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's wearing some sensible heels. Good for her. They're, they're okay, like, they're a little hot. I mean, this no, is no. how old I am. I'm wearing sneakers right now. I'm like, I don't know, man. I can see air between those heels like, and the ground. Like kitten that's heels. pretty hot. Okay, they're kind of kitten heels. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that's cool. She's trying to look stylish for small children who don't care. Cool. Exactly. And then you turn the page, and there's like a little author's note about how he started drawing as a kid, but the only words he knew how to spell were no and David. <laughs> <laughs> which was how he story checks out okay. created no david i mean that makes sense um and now you know it's now it's about david being in school and what i really like is the dedication because he's dedicating this book to what like seven eight different teachers 
Oh, like, good for, for him. For Mrs. Harnes, Miss Stefford, <sighs> Mrs. Miller, Mr. Heppelstein, Mr. Wow. Watson, Mrs. Will. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. That's some research because if you asked me, if you put a gun to my head and said, name all your teachers from kindergarten to like you fifth couldn't? grade. Sixth really? Grade. No, not at all. You have to understand, I went to three different elementary schools. I had a very weird elementary school experience, so. I went yeah. to two, and I can remember all of them. I can't. I can't, because some of them, like, seemed very similar. Like, my first grade <laughs> teacher and my fourth grade teacher probably could have been the same person, but they were in two different schools. So, yeah, yeah no, could not do it. Well, the this book has that old school paper that you'd have to learn how to yeah, write letters on. I had that as on. a kid, yeah. With they, the, the solid uh, you know, top, they, the solid bottom, and the dotted line in the they, middle. My kids have done that. They, they do still do that. Yeah. So you can learn, you know, uppercase, lowercase. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, the, the writing on this page that I'm looking at, very clean. A kid would not be that clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all clean. Oh, and I've noticed clean. that sometimes it'll kind of go over a letter a couple times, too, which you don't do that when you're a kid. You're not, not like, as such. No. I'm going to go over the T, the crossing get of that the T just right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no. Um, so, yeah, it's about this kid. David. Oh, his name's David. His oh. name, if you weren't clear on that, is about, I thought that was his about teacher. this devil okay. child named David. Devil child. <laughs> devil David. Yeah. With uh, pointy teeth. Yes. He's got about eight or nine. So pointy. Eight or nine pointy teeth. In yeah. That, in that mouth of his. And they're just going to fall out. You know, they're just going to fall out. And the entire book is just yelling at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. The entire book is just yelling at him. I mean, how different is this from Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, where the audience yells at him? Uh, in this case, it's, it's the, teacher. the teacher yelling at him, and the kids feel justified that he's not them. So there's sort of that schadenfreude system. Sort is of that what there. this is? I think that is, yeah. Well, it starts off with... I hear kids find this book hilarious, so that's, that's oh. what I hear. Yeah, they find it very funny how he's being yelled at, I guess. Really? Uh, humans are weird. Keep going. Uh, so it starts off with the teacher yelling, you're tardy. And then mm-hmm. she yells at him to sit down. He's got a piece of chalk in his hand. He's in front of the classroom. I think he's supposed to be doing math problems, but I'm looking at the Whoa. board. He Wait, he's in kindergarten? And it they're asking him to substitute... It doesn't, like, it doesn't subtract- say kindergarten. Oh, you're right. Okay, that that makes more sense because he's subtracting four from eleven, and I'm like, no kindergarten in the world. No, no, no. Do that, yeah. No, it's just a bunch of math problems. Okay. But what's strange is that all the math problems on the board are correct except for one. Ooh, it's one. four plus four equals seven, and then there's a question mark after it. <laughs> is this to like find the incorrect math problem? Just is... go with the one with the question mark if you're not sure. Yeah. Is 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 he? The, is he the one who actually answered that question? Did he just... Because if kids can figure out they can just put question marks after everything, we'll never get answers to them again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a process of elimination. Which exactly. One, which one has the question mark? That's the wrong That's one, I guess. That's the wrong one. Exactly. So then the oh teacher boy. yells at him some more. Don't chew gum in class. You know, I'm with him on that one. Yeah. Uh, raise your hand. And, and here's some observations that I'm taking so far. Number okay. one, he can't keep his mouth closed. And and between those pointy teeth is a black void in which you will be lost and never return. Yeah, my lord. And and you'll see that he's sitting next to a girl with pigtails. Hold on to that. Okay. Hold on to the how how Anne of Green Gables of him, of him. I'm just saying, there's a redhead with pigtails next to a kid who is misbehaving. Things can't go well. Ah, right. Yeah. So number one, he can't keep his mouth closed. (laughs) Oh God. Number number two. He has no eyelashes. No, never, no. Mm-hmm. And number three... Well, he's not a girl, Kate. Okay. What? I know. 
But historically, picture books would determine who was female or male by placing eyelashes just on the females. So, All right. Well, and, I'm just saying. And number three, his he laces his shoes two different ways. Which that's is, just the devil's work. See, here's yeah, no, keep your hands right. to yourself. He's trying to like pull on the girl's pigtails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Daddy Green Gables yelling at him. Pay attention. Which I'm wondering, does he have maybe developmental? He may issues? have uh, some ADHD or ADD. He may, yeah, he may have an inability to pay attention. Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's another. He's t- sort of a proto Joey Pigza for those of you listening who get the reference. Well, and here he is. The one time he does close his mouth is when he's getting food. <laughs> well, that's good because you don't want to see that food. If well, it's in his mouth, I don't want to see. It. He's walking up to oh, the food. Oh, I see. Okay. And it and it's yelling him, "Wait your turn!" Because he's cutting he's all these kids. Gleefully, in class. he's just not even gleefully. He's just serenely. This is the most serene you see him, and he's just like walking past the other kids in the line. I do like the lunch, I don't know if it's a lunch lady or a lunch man. Whoever. Because judging by the boobs and the hairy arms, it could be either. It could be. I appreciate, you know what? (laughs) I appreciate that. There's an authenticity there. Oh, here's some more yelling. I don't, because there's obviously been a food fight, and the text says, I don't care who started it. (laughs) Uh, You turn the page, David recess is over. Obviously, he's playing by himself at this point. Again, I'm beginning to sympathize with David at this point. His, his life is just people yelling at him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yelling at him to shush. He's sitting next to the pigtailed girl again, and he's mm-hmm. being loud in the library. Yeah. Uh, and he's just playing yeah, his, this is, his pencils this is, like drumsticks. Yeah. Uh, he needs to use the bathroom. I mean, I trust him on this one. People. And he's being yelled go. again? Okay, that's wrong. Uh, Let the kid go. He's don't clearly shame him. For, don't shame him for needing to use the restroom. He clearly needs to go. He is not faking it. And yet here he is drawing on his desk in crayons, and it says, "That's it, Mister. You're staying after school." Was he told he couldn't? I mean, I I do wonder that. Yeah. Uh, presumably, presumably he's been told don't right. draw on the desk. And Maybe there is a listen. picture of a pig. With <laughs> with pigtails, Betsy. Okay, there are pigtails on that pig, yeah. So is he trying Seems to be a commentary his, there. Yeah. His classmate? Is Maybe. He, yeah. It's a little suspicious. He's also drawing an, an alien. Maybe and that's it. why he's being... Maybe there's an anti-bullying uh, thing. <laughs> and that's why he's being kept he's out. He's drawing a dog. He's drawing yeah. all sorts of things. And now, after he's stayed after school to wash his desk... The text says, David, have you finished? It's the first time he hasn't been yelled at in yeah, the entire just, book. Yeah, that's true. It's asking him a question. Mm-hmm. Have you finished? And he's... Which you can read nice or not nice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, she rewards him, Betsy. <laughs> she gives him a gold star, she did. pats him on the and head. And that's what's wrong with America today. Kids today just doing the basic thing and getting gold stars what? for nothing. Why is he being rewarded after he was just punished for doing something bad? I don't know, man. Maybe she regrets her actions. Maybe she understands that he may be ADHD or ADD and uh, maybe he can't control himself and maybe... She just didn't have the patience to deal with him today. And maybe that that is to, a, I think that's her own guilt. I think she is, she is giving away her guilt by giving him that star. That is my theory. And also, how are the pearls on her bracelet holding together because there is nothing? Magnets. N- Magnets are holding the, these holding bizarre pearls. They're just these pearls I mean, floating would, in air. Can you imagine that would be the coolest bracelet to own, though? Like, the kids would be... 
fascinated by it. Like, what keeps the pearls there? The, they're just being held up by air. I love it. I think it's my favorite piece of jewelry I've ever seen in a children's book. I like that she wears her watch on her left wrist and not her right wrist. I wear my watch on my left wrist. What kind of freak wears it on their right wrist? Uh, There are people who wear it on the right. Mm, Crazy people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not to judge, but crazy people. But here's what's weird. The, The book ends with, yes, David, now you can go home. Or you can go home now. Right. Sorry. To be precise. precise. Yes. Yes. And he's skipping along the sidewalk. And who does he see? The little girl with the pigtails. And she's waving. Yeah, she couldn't be happier to see him. She's thrilled that he got out. Why is the little girl who was so annoyed with him in the classroom and he drew her like a pig smiling and waving at him as he goes home? I have a theory. I have a theory. Um, My theory is that they are great friends. Been friends since they were babies. But... She's one of those rule followers who cannot stand it when another kid is breaking the rules. And that's all he does. So outside of school, they get along like gangbusters. But in school, he bugs her so much. And he's bugged by the fact that she's bugged. So that's why he drew her as a pig. Well, there's also, he's wearing a hat at the very that's end. That's bizarre. Because, he, it, first of all, it doesn't fit him. And he, oh, yeah. There's and one he the has a hat in the beginning. But how Well, come- you're not allowed to wear hats in school. Right. Well, how if he's such a rule breaker, why isn't there an image of him wearing his hat and the teacher saying, David, take off your hat? Well, maybe David isn't as much of a rule breaker as we assume. We're just getting from the teacher POV. And uh, she's got a lot of other kids to take care of. And so the only time she notices him is when she can yell at him. Hence, the gold sticker of guilt. <laughs> the gold sticker it's of guilt. the gold sticker of guilt, my friend. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the book, The End. Okay. Well, you know, I don't really have any notes on it. So, uh, ratings time. This book is just about a destructive kid. <laughs> there is nothing purposely more to it. Not purposely. That That is left to be seen. But Th- right. that's, there's nothing more to it than that. He's creepy to look at. <laughs> He's not nice. And this quote unquote story uh, just annoys me more than it entertains me. It's probably a good reason uh why i blocked out the original story from my memory because this one is we'll not have to look up it. what our rating was on that one i am very curious i don't know what it was but I, yeah. I, this one is not doing it for me yeah. i gave it a 2.5 yeah i could have predicted that uh <laughs> if only i don't remember what your previous rating was but i do recall that you do not like kids that you interpret to be brats and i think he would fall squarely into that category yep as I say, there is a kid's book series called Joey Pigza that shows what it's like to be inside the brain of a kid with ADHD. I think David is a prime candidate for that. However, uh, just looking at it, not considering its first book, No David, which I do feel is a fantastic book, and not considering its later books, just the book that we have here in front of us, it's, well, to be perfectly, okay, just to compare it a little bit to its predecessor, it's following the same beats. It does a lot of these things that a lot of picture book sequels do they want to be as successful as their predecessor therefore they do the same beats throughout um at the end of the first david book his mom says david i love you and gives him a hug here it's a teacher giving him a gold star so it's really doing the same like beat for beat like yell 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 okay you've done something halfway good have a sticker you know that's that's reward yeah yeah um the art isn't any better and the, the writing's fine it is not extraordinary. Uh, I did love the first one, but this one I'd give a four. 
Okay, so. with our scores combined, it's below a five, so it is not a classic. <laughs> Which is fine because Which is go, fine. go do the strike not book every... instead. That was better. And he responded to us. Remember, you were the only one who had ever noticed that guy in the crowd scene. And we asked him, and he said that you were the only one who had ever brought that up. Oh, crap. If he listens to us, then. Uh... Um, <laughs> I can't guarantee he won't. So, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Shannon, but That's I like okay. your stripes book better. Well, the stripes book is fantastic i'm and, sure all uh, the money from this book is really hurting you <laughs> he's, he's doing fine i'm pretty sure he's, he's doing, doing okay letters <laughs> yes. time Ooh. this comes from rebecca <laughs> from mr shannon well no, that was quick <laughs> mr shannon says what the hell yeah, no. uh no this is from rebecca who says hello betsy and kate hello just listen to the yi shen yep episode my understanding has always been that fish are a symbol in chinese mythology Oh, this was the Cinderella one we did. Right, Yi Shen, the, uh, the Chinese uh-huh. Cinderella, by, illustrated by Ed Young. And based on the all-knowing Wikipedia, they mean abundance or wealth, so that's a super appropriate symbol for Ed Young's Cinderella story. Cool tie-in. I haven't read this book yet, so now I'll have to find it. Thanks again for your fun podcast, Rebecca. Aw, thanks, yeah. Rebecca. That's a, such a nice letter. That's a and nice I did, one. I didn't know that about the fish. I might have heard it at some point, but did not remember it. So, yes, hat tip to you. Grown-up things we like. Okay, so I've been, I, I, I binged this docuseries. It is not kid-friendly. Oh, great. What's it called? Uh, it's called American Nightmare. Okay. It's called The Murdery Murders of Murder Murderville. Yeah. No, no, no. There's no murder. Oh, um, it's it's on, just an American nightmare. It, it's on Netflix. It's the most insane true story. So this couple in Vallejo, California, were woken up in the middle of the night by a home invader who kidnapped the woman. And at first, the cops blamed her boyfriend. Sure. And then she came home a few days later, and the cops blamed her because the movie Gone Girl had recently come out. Ah! So... <laughs> And it's so easy to pull a Gone Girl. All you need to do is take your blood out for several gallons and spill it all over the there kitchen no floor. There was no blood. Yeah. There was no blood. Well, then it's... But <laughs> they told... The cops told the media that it was all a hoax. So then the media was like, oh, it's oh, all... But the media it, loves a good hoax. But it wasn't a hoax. Oh, that's even weirder. It's three episodes long, and it's full of so many twists and turns that if you like true crime, you will find this series fascinating i promise you that <laughs> oh my god that's terrifying it's it's amazing but if you also want to see a very strong badass woman you will find it in this docuseries american nightmare well speaking of strong badass women in real life stories that have been adapted into some form of entertainment i have continued my oscar watching uh, as I try to go through the best Oscar, you know, film nominations. And uh, we just watched Killers of the Flower Moon. I say just, that film is so freaking long, we streamed it over two consecutive <laughs> weeks. We were like, too long, going to bed. We are old. <laughs> now we will watch the second half. Okay. And it uh, worked very well that way. So if you're old like me, <laughs> split that puppy up. Works just fine. You can okay. just consider it's a series in some way. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, this is based on a true story. Uh, the Osage uh, tribe who in Oklahoma came into quite a bit of money because oil was found on their land. It did not take long for white people to be like, we want that money. And we've now they had kept the money within themselves legally. And that was great. But then the white people were like, hey, if we marry the women and then kill the women, we get the money. 
And it's how the FBI eventually, after a very long time, came around to figuring out that this was going on and decided to put a stop to it. So it is not a movie where halfway through the cavalry comes through in the form of the FBI to stop things. You know, all the actors in it are fantastic. Leonardo DiCaprio does a a very good job. But uh, he did not get an Oscar nomination. Uh, The person who did was Lily Gladstone. She is the first indigenous woman to ever get a nomination for Best Actress in a film. She deserves it. And if anyone else wins, I will be quite peeved. (laughs) She does a amazing job in the film. Um, And Robert De Niro is the most evil grandpa-type character you have ever met in your life. Uh, We're used to evil Robert De Niro, but not like this. He is just so sweet. And he's just going to kill you. He's going to kill you in so many ways. It's so good to kill you. Um, I enjoyed it very much, actually. It was a very enjoyable film to watch and uh, maybe the best soundtrack of the year. So, Well, both of our recommendations involve the FBI. Yay! <laughs> and murder. No, well, no, yours didn't have murder. No Just murder. crime. Okay, crime. Crime. Crime, crime, crime. crime. <laughs> Fantastic. I do love me some so, crime. So the next book you give me should involve crime crime. Yes. crime 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 i mean it's not like there aren't crime related picture books it's just usually the killers or not no, there's no killers there's no killers Ooh, usually, give me a children's picture book with a killer <laughs> fine i'll find a tommy ungerer <laughs> book honestly i could do that i could do that so fast if you want a killer book i want I, someone I can even to think die i can think of one right off the top of my head i could give you so <laughs> maybe i will kate I maybe mean, i will valentine's day red blood okay all right all right (laughs) until i get kate off of this topic i've been betsy i'm kate bye fuse 8 and kate is a fuse number eight production you can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com you can follow our podcast on twitter at fuse underscore kate you can follow us on instagram threads and blue sky at fuse 8 kate that's fuse number eight kate listen to us on stitcher spotify google play audible Amazon Music or Player FM, or follow us on iTunes and Raider Podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our No Drew is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.